Is Valentine's Day a Hallmark holiday? 100%. It is a bullshit holiday that is used for commercialism. I agree with you. I think you're absolutely correct. Does every girl want to feel special and loved on Valentine's Day? Fuck yes, she does. This week's argument. We got some guests. We're yes. very excited. Yes, thank you. And uh, before we start and welcome our fantastic judges, our guest judges. Shannon, do you want to tell us a little bit about like what is this podcast, just so our listeners can, of course, you know, be reminded of this thing that we're doing, and maybe our judges and friends, because I don't know if we fully explained this adequately. Cool. I'm Shannon. This is Max. Hi, I'm Max. This is this week's argument. Should you shit? Should you like this, this week? <laughs> okay, we'll practice that part. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, and you can't like cheer and be like, "Yay, arguments!" Anyway. Um, this is a podcast where we, um, explore different discussions that come up within relationships because we are in a real life relationship and marriage and we also spent several years long distance and we love talking about relationships and we also want to normalize like talking openly about different things that come up in relationships that aren't just the perfect beautiful instagram worthy moments we want to also talk about the real shit and encourage other people to do it so we're like airing our dirty laundry out for everyone to see and that's why we made this podcast and we do care that uh you know people benefit from these conversations in terms of being able to see through lines and Mm -hmm. themes that come out in you know when we our idea is if we talk about our relationship and share that with the world um maybe people will benefit because they may empathize with the experience that we're having and i was actually saying this to uh to jason earlier that like just because we're in an intimate loving you know marriage relationship does not mean that the themes or the things that come up in our relationship aren't applicable or found in business partners or mothers and daughters Mm -hmm. or you know like relation there are themes that come up in relationships in general so Welcome to this week's argument, and we are going to introduce our fantastic judges. The judges, the for the, the first time that we've ever had judges. This is amazing. So exciting. So, I feel like we're proving to the world that we have real life friends <laughs> as well, which is really nice. Yeah, that's also true. Thanks, guys. Um, we'll accept payment at the end. Yeah, say, don't, <laughs> exactly. tell, don't tell them don't tell that they're paid actors. <laughs> no, they're our real life friends, and their names are Jason and Liron. And they're going to tell us a bit about themselves. Cool. I'm Jason. Um, most people probably introduce themselves by talking about what they do for work, but I won't do that because I'm not an asshole. So, yeah, I love people. I love humans, uh, including you guys, all three of you. Um, they fascinate me. Uh, I love talking to people. Um, I love peeling back the layers of people as well. Um, I think the best way to do that is to peel back the layers of yourself. And if you can do that deep enough, you tend to be able to kind of see what's going on for other people. So I love that. I get inspired by meeting interesting people who do unique things. Yeah, I'm big into, I guess, understanding, yeah, what makes humans tick, but also what makes them awesome. Um, So I like reading a whole bunch of topics on what helps me improve my life 
and I love playing music. Um, and you know, we should get to the job thing as well. I work in education um, for a company that teaches kids how to study, and I really love that as well. Um, but actually, mostly because the people I do it with, they're they're awesome. Active um, people, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all mm. about that for me at the end of the day. Um, nice. And you grew up in Melbourne. Yes, okay. I grew up in Melbourne, not too far from here. So I'll, I'll stop there and go over to my beautiful wife. Hi, I'm Liron. I was born in Israel and I moved here with my family when I was eight years old. And I have the most amazing immediate family that I was born into. My parents um, are both really inspiring, very different people, but have a really deep love for one another and respect and have always um, just explored the world with us. So um, they've always liked to travel and learn new things and always kind of included us in their own personal development. And I think that was really inspiring um, to see growing up. I've got two little brothers who I am uh, just obsessed with. I love them so much. And um, I am a lawyer and I like to think of myself as a loving spiritual lawyer <laughs> because yes. the most important part of the job for me is the human interaction. Um, and the client management side of the job. So to see somebody coming through the door and feel really overwhelmed by a problem and to peel it back, ask them the questions and see them walking away with a smile on their face, even when the circumstances that brought them into the office are pretty heart-wrenching, um, to, to give them that confidence that somebody has got their back and that they have a greater understanding as to how to navigate the system just gives me a lot of joy and I'm also working in a lovely firm where I can do that and feel like I am replenished and supported in being the kind of Laura that I want to be. And then I come home and to my amazing husband and I feel like we've been cultivating an amazing community around us which we're really, really passionate about. And um, in my spare time I try to bring into my life the things that I know make me really happy and passionate. So um, I have um, a woman's circle that we've been running now every month um, called um, New Moons in Elwood. <laughs> and we just um, connect with one another. So we've been building up a sisterhood over the last year. And um, I love to dance by rhythms every week if I can. And we have an amazing cat called Bubka, who is our enjoy but also we've been busy growing a little human ourselves uh, so um, at the moment I'm six and a half months pregnant and we are really excited to welcome another person into this beautiful love heaven that we exist in so it's really exciting so awesome and how long have you all been married yeah, tell us tell us y'all's story in terms of where, you know, when did you meet and when did you get married? And Give us the highlight reel. The highlights of uh, your journey. Go, Jay. I'll be better at the highlight yes. reel. You're better at the long story. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Highlight reel. So, was it 2011? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. So, 2011, um, we're both studying at Monash University. I'm doing my third year of arts law. Liron is doing her first year of law, but second year of university. Um, and I just get back from a trip away in Israel where I fell in love with the country, the food, the culture, but most importantly, the women. Um, they're very, very special. 
Um, and I was like, I want an Israeli woman. <laughs> and we're at our um, open day, open like a week orientation week thing. And everyone's running stalls and I'm running something called the Progressive Law Network, which is like the law club for hippie lawyers. Um, and Liron is running the Jewish club. Um, and so I go over to the Jewish club to find a bagel. Um, as you do. As you do. Love it. I walked away with a wife, but that happened a lot later. Um, <laughs> looking for a bagel. Yeah. Found a wife. It's like, looks like a ring. It's just a really big. <laughs> Did you propose like, with a bagel? Nice. I think is the I should question. Have. I really should have. With this bagel, I beware. So anyway, I asked her out immediately and she said no immediately. Um, and then from there, uh, there was like a six or seven month dance of me trying to court her and her basically repeatedly saying no until one day I broke her spirit and she said, yes, you can take me on a date. Um, Liron, what, what do you, do you remember that moment or what was it? What yeah, was I had that? a spare Thursday night. <laughs> Amazing. You're like, I didn't have dinner plans. Yeah, pretty much. I said to him, I was like, busy until further notice. And then, you know, something cleared up. So I was like, yeah, let's see what you got. It better be good. It was just a scheduling issue, right? That was, that was the whole Nice. Yeah, so and I'll fast forward through that. Basically, we got together. It was awesome. Uh, we dated throughout our university life, went traveling together. Um, and we were together for about five and a half years before I proposed. Uh, we also lived in the UK together. Yes, we did do that as well. Yes. Um, for two years. Yeah. Mm. And then we got back, we got married. And you got married how long ago? Two, two years, years ago. ago, we just, just celebrated. Yeah. 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 We started cooking babies. Oh, <laughs> yes. Like babies. Nice. That's yes. awesome. So cool. Well, Max and I were talking about it on our way here and the fact that we are very excited to have you join us to be part of this podcast not just because you're our friends and we love you but also because we feel very inspired by your relationship and we really admire the way that you cultivate your relationship the marriage that you have the way you treat each other like you're really kind of our relationship heroes so thanks for inspiring us in in the way you do everything i feel like you're so intentional in the way that you approach your relationship and that's something we always try and cultivate you know the both of you said about going deep with people and relationships and that's something we really like and we're probably attracted to like we're not so about the bullshit like surface level conversations like we like to really dig deep and get to know people really well and you both spoke about that so we love that like to ask we didn't talk about this but i would love to ask like what are some i don't know like maybe top three of your favorite parts about being in a relationship together like what do you love about being together and what mm. do you you know admire and this is not like this is that humble brag like mm. let us know what you really celebrate in your partnership mm. well i i feel like you know i can say about all the amazing things that Jace and I can do as a team and what an amazing person he is and wh- how I see him through, you know, everything that he does and, and being his wife, seeing him through all the, the good and the bad and every, every experience that we would come across. But the truth is, like, when I look at Jason, I see his essence. Mm-hmm. You know, I see his soul and that's what I'm connecting with. And 
anything that he goes through throughout the day or the year, like those are layers that we are interacting with to kind of have a good experience throughout our life. But the connection and the bond is like soul level and like, and that and that's a part of me that loves him is also the soul level in, in me, that essence of myself. And that is kind of what is in an interaction here. Like that is, our, our souls are dancing with one another and, and then, you know, we have to also tackle the real world together so then that translates into other things. But um, it definitely feels like the deepest, most like core bond that could exist. And because we cultivate that and nurture that so well, it flows into every other layer and then outwards into our community. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I love the most about what we have. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, maybe I'll say it in my own way, but I'll basically just be repeating what she said. Um, the first thing that came to mind for me was since being in this relationship, I feel like Liron has my back so entirely that it allows me, even when we're not next to each other in the same you know, physical space, to like live my best life because I know, you know, I think deep down so many people's fear is that they won't be loved. You know, like deep down it's like, no one's gonna love me. Mm. Um, and when that's taken care of and you know so entirely that no matter what you do, someone loves your essence and, you know, and it's not like this sort of like fluffy soul essence that, you know, we can like draw on a chakra painting or something. I really mean, you know, that deepest part of you that's vulnerable and is a child you know mm. they love it and they hold it and they hug it and you know that you feel like i feel like i can go and do anything because that worry that thing that makes so many people so insecure and so shit scared of life is gone mm -hmm. because this one person who i fucking love thinks that way about me i'm like holy shit she's the only person whose opinion i care about Mm. And she thinks I'm a fucking legend. So it's like, <laughs> oh my God, like I don't need to impress anyone else. Right. I've won her. Yeah. Done. And so it just makes the rest of life just so much easier because that worry, you know, of course insecurities come up. It's not like life's just a breeze all the time, but I know deep down it's bullshit because she loves me. Yeah. So I've got everything I need and that, that makes life pretty good. I don't know about you, but I just want to say, like, we should pack up and go home because I want to hear a podcast called True Essence with Jason and Lou. Like, I feel like everything I say now is like such bullshit. I just want to hear you guys talk about connecting to your true essence. That's my pitch. Just think about it. Think about it. Well, I have a follow up because that was a, a wonderful to hear, and I feel very um, privileged to. Uh, hear you talk about each other in that way. Um, I'm also thinking about people who, who, who don't have that, mm -hmm. who haven't yet, or maybe they have had that and they've lost it, you know, for whatever reason. I'm wondering how you cultivate that. Um, and, and, and mm -hmm. you know, because right? that's not a given. I think Shannon and I talk about this a lot. Like, yes, we're married. We've decided to commit to each other, to have each other's back, to be able to... Um, to love each other and to, to offer the other that comfort 
And at the same time, it's not a given, in my opinion, I don't believe that it's a given that she's gonna love me every day. I think I have to work, and I think we have to work to cultivate that sense of love, that palpable sense of feeling loved. Um, and so I'm wondering how y'all work at that, and you mentioned it, you know, that you, you actually cultivate it. What are some of the things that you do to cultivate that feeling of love? I mean, I can think of two things. The first one might sound like a cliche, but it's the hardest thing, is to actually believe that you deserve to be seen fully and loved. And the only way you could feel that is if you love yourself and you are working on a relationship with yourself where you are able to look at all the parts of you, even the ones that you think might not be so beautiful, and to just see the child in that and, and to, to be kind to yourself in that and to want to let that come out and, and see some sunshine because that's the only way another person could ever see it is if you allow them to see you in that way. And so, first of all, believing that you deserve it, that you are loved, that you are beautiful. And then the second one is to actually lead by example and love the other person in the way that you might want to be loved. And sometimes it's hard to do because you might feel really vulnerable and put yourself out there. But if you have that trust that this person's not going to abuse the way that you put yourself out there and it takes a while to maybe even build that trust, um, if you show another person how you want to be seen, how you want to be loved, they'll feel, and this is a generalization, this is what we've done, they'll, they'll feel so touched and moved in, in a whole new way that they'll want to reciprocate. Mm. Um, I think that's how we kind of also learned how to love each other. We come from different families, both very loving families, but where love is shown and expressed differently. And I think we both had to demonstrate to one another how we want to be loved and to even shift in how we accept and view love in order to make this relationship work. Um, and yeah, it takes time and open, open communication is such a cliche, but yeah, I think there's a lot of different ingredients to that. So I think practices are really good. And I think like the really simple stuff of getting your health in order, your physical health, surrounding yourself with people that express that love themselves so you can see what, how they do it. Um, and things like meditation and insight practices that make you feel less stuck in your skull and more in the world. Again, I think kind of what I was saying before about if you peel back your own layers, you see it in other people, like not judging other people. Um, some of the least happy people I know are the most judgmental ones. And I think that if you start pointing the finger at everyone else and seeing their shitness, that's gonna reflect back at you. Mm. And if you start looking for and really and not even necessarily looking for the good in other people, but just not judging them as good or bad, but just seeing this this loving, you know, we used the word essence before that they are, you might start to feel like you're like them. Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, in relationships, again, I think it's about seeing past all the layers and the masks that we are kind of forced to wear out in the world and even at home in our relationships and seeing that essence and going, if I can interpret as charitably as possible everything they say, what would they really be meaning by the thing that they just said? Giving the benefit of the doubt, is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. but like in, in all of it, go like, what, e even if they were coming from a place that maybe wasn't great in that moment, 
looking past it. They're your fucking partner. Like, look behind it. Like, I know this person loves me. And yeah, maybe I'm scared that they don't. Let me imagine that they did. What could have happened in their day or in the five minutes before they said this that made them say this? Mm. Uh, And let me try and find out about that. Or if they just need some space and they need to lash out a bit, cool. In 10 minutes, that's going to be different. And that's cool. It's like responding from love. I really, wow, awesome. I also, for me, I, I heard compassion as well. And the, the, the desire to be compassionate to your partner. Right. Because that is like, it's like a pillar that, you, that, that like your relationship stands on. Hmm. Right? When you enter the, I'm going to change my metaphor now. <laughs> when you enter the field and like the grass is made of compassion, you're actively, every step that you take mm-hmm. is within that context. Knowing that it's a compassionate relationship, it's a compassionate context for, for interpersonal, like for interactions to occur. Mm-hmm. And babe, I like, for me, like you're the model of compassion in, in my life and in, in our relationship. So I'm just wanting to connect that because it makes me feel connected to you because that's what I experience in our relationship. So thank you for making, for reminding me of some of the wonderful blessings that we get to engage in. Okay, enough lovey-dovey bullshit because yeah. we, came, we came here to argue, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it it's happening. So also, Liveron, being the incredible lawyer that she is, has asked some really important clarifying questions, which I think need to be answered. And the first that you just asked before, before we got started, was very important. Okay, what is our role as judges? I just need to be clear before you start so I know what I'm supposed to be thinking about this argument. Are we taking the role of a judge, a mediator, or an arbitrator? Which and so, can you qu- please, yes, please, yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> in a mediations, the mediator listens to the two sides and tries to help them come to an agreement together without actually interfering. So what do you think about that? What do you think about that? Can you come to something? And it's kind of somebody who assists, right? But doesn't make it a, a call, a final call at the end. An arbitrator listens to the two sides and based on what they think, they make a decision. A judge looks at past similar situations and tries to see how this particular situation is similar to the previous ones and tries to make a decision that's consistent with the previous ones. Oh, so, what is that role? I think option B. I, I was because we definitely are going to make a decision. Someone and we is are right. making that decision. And yeah. y'all are making, y'all that, decision. making that decision. Okay. We want arbit- the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, The second option, please. This shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a judge duty. Exactly you like judge duty. Judge <laughs> and we'll explain yeah. how you're going to have some time to yeah, figure to that out amongst yourselves. One clarifier here is do we need to agree with each other as judges or could there be a split decision if like I agree with Shannon and Liron agrees with Max or something like that? No, we need to agree. We, we <laughs> talked about this, but I think you need to agree. Yeah. If you are, are debating it between yourselves, that's also pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And what's gonna happen is we're gonna present our argument. Uh, and we need your help to figure out what the decision is. I'm not gonna say who's right, mm-hmm. but in this situation, who's right? 
<laughs> and then we're going to give you some time. We're going to put some music on. We're going to go in the other room. And then you will present your verdict. Sweet. I like it. Okay. Cool. So today is the 1st of February. So it's a festive time for some. And basically Max and I um, have a tradition in our relationship. This is going to be the third year. Third annual. Third annual Valentine's Day dumpling eating competition. Can we come? This sounds amazing. Okay. Oh, I'm so shit. glad you asked this. This is this a freaking question. Hilarious. We're standing in the kitchen the other day and we start talking about it. And actually we host many events, as you know, in the evenings. And it just so happens that we have an event on Friday, the 14th of February. The next Havaya. The next Havaya. This next Friday night, Kabul at Shabbat gathering is on the 14th of February. And so Max was like, can the Havaya people, can these people from the group that we facilitate with come to our Valentine's Day dinner? And I was like, bitch, no, that's not okay. Like, this is Valentine's Day. This is a time for us as a couple and like we spend a lot of time together and we do work together and we live together but we this is a special meal together and we started having this argument so this is why <laughs> this is we brought you in to help us figure out can we include other people what is the best way to celebrate valentine's day is valentine's day important is it not important I think that this is also what it comes down to as well because it led in that moment and then we literally paused it because we were like, we have to do this, <laughs> this week's like, argument. This we this save all our arguments like, now. You know, like... But Max started saying like, you know, Valentine's, it, does, it doesn't really matter and like every day is Valentine's Day and all this stuff. Can I offer mine? Because you, you said earlier, you were like, I'm not, I'm not going to okay. say what you're You're right. I did say that. So, <laughs> all right. We've introduced a situation. We've got Valentine's Day. We have an event beforehand. I'm like, hey, I love you every single day of my life. It's a fucking fake holiday made up by Hallmark. I want you to feel as loved as you think you would on Valentine's Day every single day. You know, it's not about just that one night. And I'm like, we should all go out and eat a million dumplings together. This is gonna be awesome. Because I am someone who loves to share love. I'm a lover. I like to engage in love. I like to celebrate love. I like to... This is a tactic. I'm just going to say that. This is such a tactic. I am 100% trying to win this argument, okay? So, I love love, right? It should be shared. And Valentine's Day is stupid, and I want to love you and make you feel loved and I want to celebrate that and yeah we have an event before so I want to invite everyone and yeah I'm going to sit right next to you I'm going to look in your eyes and it's going to be super amazing just as if we were together but also there's going to be like 20 or 30 people (laughs) okay that is my opinion Valentine's Day is stupid and I love you (laughs) (laughs) okay fine my turn go for it I love you too, so much. And I think it's important context that for a very long time, when I was younger, I also believed that Valentine's Day is stupid. Is Valentine's Day a Hallmark holiday? 100%. 
It is a bullshit holiday that is used for commercialism. I agree with you. I think you're absolutely correct. Does every girl want to feel special and loved on Valentine's Day? Fuck yes, she does. I don't care. And like, I used to boycott Valentine's Day when I was like a teen. I'd be like, I don't care. I'm boycotting. But let me tell you that if a boy had asked me out to do something on Valentine's Day, I would have said yes. And I would have gladly accepted. It was a defense mechanism because I didn't want to feel hurt or rejected. So I decided to boycott the whole holiday. And that was my teenage experience. And I will say that now as an adult with a loving husband, I know that you want to make me feel like valentine's day every day but shouldn't that include fucking valentine's day yes yes it should and when we go out to dinner with 30 other people it is not showing me that you're valuing time just with me it's making me feel like why do we have to even have romantic meals with all these people like can you not sit through one meal with just me I think that little gestures every day are super nice and we feel appreciated and we feel heard and we love communication. But like, yeah, flowers are nice or chocolates are... Who doesn't fucking want chocolate? You like don't want to get me chocolates? Chocolates are... What? What girl is going to be like, oh, no, thank you. I don't want chocolate. Vegans. Yeah, vegan. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's bullshit and I know it's like this surface level thing, but like... It's so in our faces, it's like everywhere. And I used to work at like a movie theater and I worked on Valentine when's like literally that Valentine's Day movie came out like probably eight years ago at this point. And I had to like sell smug fucking couples tickets all day to see this movie. So So you want to be one of those smug couples? Yeah, yeah, I do. I have a husband, like I should get a Valentine's Day something. Like just, all I'm asking for is a dumpling dinner. It's like not that much, but just the two of us. Because I do want to, it's like, yeah, I want to feel like that smug couple. So, okay. Clarifying questions. I have many questions. I don't know about you. Go ahead. Okay, so question number one. You said this is a tradition. Um, How long has the tradition been going for and did it happen on Valentine's Day? Yes, it did happen on Valentine's Day. This will be the third annual dumpling eating contest. I asked that we start something and we didn't want to do, Max didn't want to do like a suit and well, I don't want to do a suit and tie dinner either but you know, just for an example like to go out to the opera and you know dress up and want, we didn't want that we wanted something that was more authentically us so we're like let's go eat dumplings and have a competition um but I believe it was at my insistence that we did something for Valentine's Day is it just because you want to beat me in the, the dumpling eating contest it's okay I just want to have a romantic night with you on Valentine's Day and feel like I'm partaking in the global phenomenon that is celebrating love. Even though it's hollow. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. My next question, but this isn't a clarifier as much as a challenging question to like challenge the thinking so I can understand it. Why did you agree, Max, to do these for the last two years? Forget the people thing. Right. If you don't like Valentine's Day and you think it's bullshit, why did you participate the last two years? Fantastic question. Thank you, Jason. The reason why I chose to do this is because I love my partner and I will do anything to make you happy. And you know that. And at the end of the day, if you want to have a one-on-one or just the just the two of us go and eat some dumplings that's going to be fantastic and it's going to happen but i still want to know that i'm right because it's <laughs> bullshit 
Wait, but which bit are you right about then? Are you right that you should be able to invite other people or that Valentine's Day is bullshit? Both. (laughs) (laughs) You should be able to invite other people because Valentine's Day is bullshit. At the end of the day, of course I'm going to listen to you because you're saying, Max, this is important to me. I would never make this a thing within the context of a, a lifelong relationship that I want to have with you. So I committed to doing that because I want you to feel loved. And if this is how you feel loved, I want to make sure that that happens. I do feel loved by you all the time. And I do feel like I'm a words of affirmation person and you give me a lot of like verbal affirmation, but something about like that gesture with a card or with a little gift on like on a day that is societally accepted as like a day to show love is important because it does make people feel special. It does. It makes, I don't you, think it that, makes you feel special. It, it does make me feel special. It's I don't think about that, other people. It's about you. Correct. And I don't think that I feel like you're saying, you know, that this is this bullshit day. And so we shouldn't do it. But like really in a society that is super not into expressing emotions, we should be celebrating a day that is celebrating expressing love Ooh, you know what i mean why would we shit. why would wrong because like she's gonna love that argument yeah. <laughs> i just want you to know that i 100 percent hear you say that you want to feel that love on valentine's day because that is what is occurring in the larger milia the larger context of, of the world that's i understand that and i am not arguing that we should not have a valentine's day i'm not arguing that you just don't want to partake in that? I just don't necessarily feel like I have to engage in that. Because <laughs> you're already married? Why? No, because I want to love you the same way that I would every single day. That's, 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 that's why. Or maybe I have created this image of what Valentine's Day is supposed to be. And I feel like that's not authentic to me. What's authentic to me is making you coffee in the morning and bringing it to you in bed and writing letters that you find expressing how much I love you. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I communicate love. Buying you chocolates and taking you to dinner. I mean, the dinner part is nice, but (laughs) that's not how I communicate my love to you. So it doesn't feel like an authentic... Mm -hmm. it It feels like someone else's narrative. Right. Well, I think that there's another level of wanting to feel like there is a special effort put in. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's interesting to note. Also, I just want to throw in one more perspective before we can ask other questions or, or let our judges deliberate, which is, I think that we... This is definitely like the most wonderful relationship I've ever been in in my life. And we were also long distance for a very long time. And I had days like this one or events that happened where we were not in the same place. And I had all that bullshit in my face and I knew I had a loving partner and I still didn't get to celebrate it in the way that I wanted to. And maybe we can like reframe Valentine's Day as like how cool that we're in the same place day and we celebrate it on our terms. But something about that day I think is nice to feel Mm. like just cel- it's just celebrating our relationship but in a way that is special and not just something like we can go get sushi any day do you know what i mean yeah 
Yeah. For Effort those, is appreciated. For those who are not watching the YouTube, I've been nodding my head because I have also felt that. I empathize with what you just said about like we were dating long distance. Things like, you know, whether it was our anniversary or, or Valentine's Day or your birthday would come up and we wouldn't be able to be there in person celebrating. And so now that we are being together in those moments is really important and making the most out of it because we've experienced what it's like when it's when we're not able to physically be there mm-hmm. i definitely see that that's a that's like i definitely appreciate you saying that and i hear that perspective so i don't think we need to deliberate because i know Liron and how her brain works so oh, well. sure. i already know what are you sure voted, are yeah, you 100%. sure yeah i know who she's voted for and why and all these things and she may think that I disagree with her, but I actually agree with her. So I think we've made our decision. We've made our decision. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> we've made our decision. So I already know that Liron has decided in favor of Max. No, I'm just kidding. She definitely <laughs> Definitely not. She definitely sympathized almost entirely with Shannon's argument, if not entirely, in every single way. I did way. feel Is you, Max. True? I did feel you. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, like... I, I don't feel particular. I, I I understood a lot of your arguments and have felt that way myself. But like you guys kind of got there in the end anyway. You kind of like reached a consensus. But yeah, we both vote for Shannon. She won. Um, but it's not Shannon. It's the two of you. No, Shannon won. <laughs> <laughs> All that matters is that it, it's important to you. Right. That's the core of it. Um, that it's important to you and. You know, and you, you should be celebrating your love every day. And it's also, like, lovely to celebrate it on those days. Um, I did empathize with, you know, the idea of sharing that love and, like, not wanting to exclude people as well on a day like that. But that's something that I'm always quite conscious of, that there might be people who might be seeing um, other people loving on that day and might want to share in it. And I think it's important to like to share the love, but also to like make one person feel extra, extra special in all mm. of that. The fact that it's important to you, Shannon, the fact that it makes you feel tingly and you know, you want to feel appreciated on that day is valid. So, and Max, who cares the most about how you feel and wants to make you happy, mm. will step up to that. <laughs> I will. It's true. Yeah, great. I also think like that just as a principle in itself is so huge. You know, getting back to what you were saying before, Max, about this can apply to many relationships is like so much of it is if any relationship, but particularly your loving ones, there are so many instances where you just got to ask yourself, like, is this this important to be right about, to get my way about this thing? Does this matter enough? Mm. And so often it doesn't. And if you can take that like telescopic view and zoom out and go like you kept doing, which is again, why you kind of won the argument for her because like you knew deep down that you would do anything, right? Anything to make her happy. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, like you'll, you'll kind of agree with her really. Nothing is actually important. It's just the meaning that you ascribe to it. And so if one of you finds it important, so much about being in a good relationship is going, well, it's important to them. So not only am I just going to go, yeah, okay, it's important to you. Here's your card, here's your flowers, here's your chocolates, good night. Mm. It's like, I'm going to rock out and make this so cool for you. Right. And in doing that, and, and you kind of brought this up as well, Shannon, which is really good to say, you can find a way to recharacterize it 
where you get excited too. But there was one kind of splinter argument that I really liked in there, which was the whole sharing of love thing. And you mentioned this as well. Like I'm a big, like we'll like want to go for breakfast on a Saturday or something. And we're like, oh, should we go for breakfast to a cafe? So I'm like, yeah, should we? And then I'll like invite two people. Like, should we call Max and Shannon? Or should we call Mermels and Holly? Or choose, I choose two friends. And she's like, why don't we just go us two? I'm like, because it's more fun with friends. And that's not, I don't love you or I don't like spending one-on-one time together, but our default is spending one-on-one time together. We live together, we're married, we do everything together. There's a novelty and an awesomeness in including other people. So I can get why that felt like a natural next step to go, oh my God, we have this event on. Yeah, it's like convenient that they're there and we can just invite them, but how cool would it be if we all did it together? I want to have fun. I want to have fun all the time. And, um, and this is just another opportunity to do, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also why I think about including other people. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know the love that we feel. That is present and clear. And um, I can imagine that the excitement and the energy and the shared joy of a fucking massive table mm-hmm. of, you know, 30 people just... And also being post Chavaya with that like bliss of connection that we had just created from singing in, for an hour and a half, two hours together. You know, I think that that was one of the ideas, one of the images that came to mind was this like really communal feeling. Um, but, uh, you know, knowing that this is important to you and I think that what you guys said is at the end of the day, that's, that's the most important thing. And I think that for anyone who's thinking about their partner, whether it's a loving partner or someone who they're in a relationship with, their parent, their friend, their business partner, whatever it is, if it's important to that person and you need to be able to have that, that kind of, um, you know, whether it's a symbol or a sign or a phrase or something that indicates like, hey, this is important to me, mm. you know? Actually, you were telling me about something that you that you yeah. that y'all have. You said it's that. It's that. Hey, yeah, this, this is, is really important to yeah. me. When we, and we don't say it often, but when we say it, we know. And it's, it's you're like, okay, no question. Okay, no question, right? Yeah. You know, hey, this is important to me. If that phrase is is mentioned, and it's a good practice. It's a good like that's an easy phrase. Hey, this is important to me. You know, and then it's like, okay, cool, we're done. Hmm. Let's move on. Let's yeah. Do it. And and if there is something on. Be curious. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Not like, oh, it's important to you. Why? So be curious. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. How come? Why? Yeah, tell me and more. they tell you and then you find out. And like, oh, cool. Now it's important to me too. Yeah. So we're doing the four of us dumpling eating. <laughs> Is that where we landed? No, <laughs> I can't. No, <laughs> fuck y'all. I love you, but you <laughs> I'm standing up for my partner. Yay! I'm saying no. Yeah, I just want to, so, <laughs> you know, I say that with love. So, I, we, we, we were talking about last episode, we, like, in the introduction, we just said, like, this podcast is brought to you by, and, like, shout out some of our friends, but we wanted to say for this episode that this episode <laughs> was brought to you by Tang's Dumpling House, because <laughs> that's where we're going to go. Um, They're, of course, not actually sponsoring us, but... <laughs> but we, we're so open to it. Definitely. We're so, don't go there on Valentine's Day. Don't go there on Valentine's <laughs> Day and interrupt our meal, but, like, any other day well thank you very very much we are so so grateful to have Liron and Jason on our podcast um, we are gonna now have listener mail coming up and uh, oh, yeah. for 
Anyone who, uh, you know, wants to stay in contact with us, um, whether that's offering us suggestions for different arguments, maybe you can let us know what is happening in your life. um, And we'll see if there's something that, uh, you know, strikes a chord with with, uh, Shannon or I. Maybe if you agree with me, Max, or if you agree (laughs) with Shannon or disagree, if you would disagree with our fantastic judges, whatever it is, please feel free to get in contact with us. We'd love to. Um, to you know know what's present in your relationships and um, yes we can be found on Instagram and on Twitter at Shannon and Max and Shannon is spelled S-H-A-N-N-Y-N A-N-D-M-A-X you can also Shannon and Max you can also shoot us an email Shannon and Max at gmail.com or hashtag this week's argument all of it thanks again y'all we really appreciate your uh, time and for letting us into your h- wonderful home and um, and thank you for allowing us to to pay you in salsa <laughs> yeah I was just about to say let's eat some yeah it's time for some salsa, salsa. Thank thanks you for having us until next time everyone keep in contact and uh, share the love but only with and happy Valentine's, on Day. Valentine's <laughs> Day happy Valentine's Day yeah good job everybody yeah